0: for the victory we have in Christ Jesus thank you for the victory we have in Christ Jesus we shout hallelujah because we are victorious tonight let us experience that victory let someone go home changed, transformed and living in victory Jesus precious name. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. You may have your seat in God's presence. Glory to God. I'm just going to run very quickly. Turn your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I'll start reading from verse 1. The reason we sang that song is because God told me that there's someone here who is living here victorious. There's someone here whose, whose song will be hallelujah because you are victorious. Glory to God. First Corinthians chapter 2 from verse 1. It says, And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech, of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not, were not with persuasive words of human wisdom. But in demonstration of the spirit and of power. Someone say spirit and power. Last week, God gave us a message, focus. How many of you enjoyed Apart from enjoying, I mean, if you received something last week. Focus. When I checked online, the message focus was the second most listened to message online. From all over the world. From people in Nigeria, UK, Sweden, uh, US. There's one other place again, I'm trying to remember was the second most listened to of all the messages been is the second one there's another one i can't remember which is the first but that one i was wondering what was with the message that everybody was listening to it but anyway that's the way the spirit of god works glory to god hallelujah tonight god told me something he said there's someone here that he needs your faith to be activated he said it needs your faith to be activated. Anytime I'm, I'm preparing for service and, and, and coming to church. I was here earlier today. I just came in. Usually when it's a service day like that, I don't. I try not to be around church. I just stay at home or wherever I am and just prepare and all that. But I, I came here today. I wanted to, some quietness and all that. you know. So I sat down at the back there and just enjoying the presence of God. And when I was saturated, I stood up and left you know and when god begins to walk in that way with me and doesn't say anything i'm expecting that he wants to say it at the last minute so as i knelt down there today he said to me activate that somebody's faith needs to be activated okay so how is that how is that going to be activated how is that going to happen listen to what paul said from second corinthians chapter 2 from verse 1 as we're reading verse 4 says and my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. That your faith should not be in the wisdom of men but in the power of God. How will your faith be activated? That your faith should not be in the wisdom of men but in the power of God. It means that the faith that God wants you to use, the the demonstration of the spirit and power should not be in the wisdom of men. Should not come from what men understand. Should not come from the things that are are around men. But should come from the wisdom and the power of God. Look at verse 6. However, we speak wisdom among those who are mature. Yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age who are who are coming to nothing. He said, But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew, for they had known they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Verse 9, but as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard. Now have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Somebody say eyes have not seen. Say ears have not heard. Now what is the thing that eyes have not seen and ears have not heard? God is saying that's what I want you to activate your faith for that your faith should not rest on what is seen your faith should not rest on what can be easily seen let me rephrase when God is saying that eyes have not seen ears have not heard it has not entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him that means we understand by faith that there are some things that God has prepared for the people that love him that it means that there are some things that God has made available but God is saying that For you to access that thing For you to get your faith to work To reach out to it That your faith should not rest on the wisdom of men What it's saying is that When you begin to put your faith to work And activate it It's saying that your faith Should not rest on the things that you can see When God is saying that eyes have not seen Ears have not heard It's saying that there are some things that are not seen There are some things that are seen so those things that are seen when you begin to put your faith on it you cannot access the things that are not seen that's why he says your faith should not rest on the wisdom of men what is the wisdom of men that's what Paul started by saying he said when I came to you I didn't come with excellency of words I didn't come with human wisdom I didn't come with persuasive words but I came with a demonstration of the Spirit and the power so I came not knowing any other thing but jesus christ he said i did not come i did not i decide not to know anything among you i decide not to understand how you work, how you operate i decide not to look at how, how how you do your things but i decided to look at jesus why so that my faith will not rest on the things that i can see my faith will rest on him. Because if I look at the things that I can see and look at the things that that, that that you you guys are doing and everything and how you do your things. I will be tempted to believe that I can do those things by myself or looking at you. But God is saying that there are some things that I have for you that eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard. But for you to activate your faith, you need to take your eyes off the things that can be seen. You need to take your eyes off. You need to take your eyes off the wisdom of men. What is the wisdom of men? The wisdom of men is the things that you look around you and say, okay, you know what? I can do this thing by myself. I can go about this by my way. By the time I I I, I plot the graph, you know, some people are very good in, in strategizing and saying, you know what? It's okay to do that. There's no there's no harm in doing it, it's okay to do it. We'll get we'll get to that part. It's okay to do it, but you know what they say, they tell you look it's all about planning it's all about strategy if you have the right strategy you have the right planning by the time you save 10, ten naira every day you would have gotten this amount by the time you save a um, hundred thousand every every month you would have gotten this amount and by the time you get this amount you will have one million when you have one million you invested here and invested it here it now becomes two million that's how to get rich and all that it's okay to plan it's okay to do that but it's the wisdom of men it is the wisdom of men so Paul was saying that look the way I came to you I didn't come to you with the wisdom of men I came with a demonstration of the spirit and power so that my faith will not rest on those things that can be seen my faith will rest on the things that cannot be seen so God said that eyes have not seen ears have not heard it has not entered the heart of man the thing which God has prepared for those who love them But what happened verse 10 he said but God has revealed them to us through his spirit through his spirit so God has revealed this thing to us through his spirit and that's what Paul went after he went after the spirit he knows that look and you and I know from, from, from scripture that of all the apostles Paul was arguably the most the greatest of them all he wrote many 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 um um chapters of the bible and all that and then he did so many and mighty things why he wasn't there with the 12 apostles but when he came to them he said look i decide not to know anything among you except jesus and him crucified Why? So that when I know him and I see him, I will relate with him and my faith will not be on the wisdom of men. I will not try to persuade you with words. I will come with power. I will come by the help of the spirit. I will not try to cajole you or tell you that, you know, it doesn't really have to be like this. You can also do it this way. No! I came with a demonstration of the spirit and power. Why? Because I want to access things that eyes have not seen. I want to access things that ears have not heard. I want to access things in the supernatural. I want my faith to be activated. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 4. From verse 18 He said, While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So we focus our gaze, not on the things that we can see, but the things that we cannot see and that's faith that's how the bible talks about faith turn to Hebrews chapter let's go to Hebrews Hebrews chapter 11 look at verse 1 it says now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things what? not seen so God is very concerned about the things that we cannot see so you look around you and then you see Your health deteriorating. And God is saying that's what you can see. But there's something you cannot see. So when you see it in the natural. Look for what you cannot see. Because what you cannot see is probably what God is showing to you. You look at your finances. It's broke, busted, disgusted. That's what you can see. But what you cannot see is probably what God is showing to you. So you activate your faith. You put your faith to work. You begin to focus on what you cannot see. So faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It says, "For by it the elders obtained a good testimony." Did you see the same testimony that we read in 2 Corinthians 1? By it they obtained the a good testimony. So they obtained something that eyes cannot see, ears cannot hear. What are the things we we'll read those things? Look at verse 3. It says, "By faith We understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen look at it again the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible they were not made of things which are visible so we see a God who is asking us to walk in faith and activate our faith saying that the way I created the world is that I, I use things that are not seen that the things you see now were made out of things which are not visible which were not visible it says by faith Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain through which he obtained witness that he was righteous God testifying of his gifts and and through it he being dead still speaks that's an act of faith. That's something that has never been done before. Look at Enoch. By faith Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony again that he pleased God. So every act of faith requires that you access something beyond the natural. So all these people if you read down you see so many acts. All these people they they demonstrated um, a level of, of it, as if their eyes were blind to what was happening at the time. Look at Abraham, the same thing. The Bible says Abraham considered not the deadness of Sarah's womb. Abraham was a hundred years old, but he didn't consider it as if he was blind to it. He didn't look at it and like, look, it's irrelevant because that's what he can see. He was focusing on what he cannot see. What he cannot see tonight someone needs to activate your faith you've been focusing on the wrong thing focusing on the wrong thing and god is saying you've been looking too much at the things that you can see you've been looking too much at the obvious limitations all around you you've been looking too much at how difficult the whole thing is you've been focusing on it he says activate your faith begin to focus on the things that you cannot see begin to focus on the things that 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 is in me in Christ Jesus because that's what Paul did he said I decided not to know anything except Jesus and him crucified I decided not to know anything go to Matthew probably gonna round up there Matthew chapter 7 you know when people begin to say that oh pastor you know what in this life you really have to walk to make it and all that. I agree. I totally agree. It's good. It's good to walk. You I everybody has to work. You have to add value to society. It's good to do that. But how are you doing it? How? How are you doing it? Matthew chapter 7. Go to verse 24. It says, "Therefore, whoever hears this saying of sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock and the rain descended the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it did not fall for it was founded on the rock but everyone who hears the sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it fell and great was its fall great was its fall when it comes to jesus when it comes to the things of the spirit when it comes to god when it comes to your christian walk when it comes to your walk of faith what god is asking of you is to focus on him yes it's good you know when people read this the scripture this, this is the way the Spirit of God explained it to me. That look, both of them, Jesus said, whoever hears this saying of mine does not do it. It's like a man who built. Now, two people built. One built on a rock, one built on a sand. Am I correct? Good. Do you know that it's more difficult to build on sand than rock? Do you know that? Let me, let me give you an example. Um, to build on water and to build on solid ground which is easier to build on solid ground right so Jesus gave an example He said these two people they built but one was building on sand one was building on rock but don't you didn't you see something there he said they built they built so when you look at people and tell that this person has gone he started he's gone and you know that he's doing wrong things and he's going he's building He's okay jesus said he built so you don't look at them and say ah no 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 because nothing is happening to him no he's building is okay but he's building on sand he's building on sand the other one too is building and when you build on sand you're using you, you have you heard people say oh I, it's, it's my sweat my blood my hardened money that's what it happened that's what happens when you build on sand my hardened money i worked for it that is not the plan of God. I worked. I labored for it. I don't sleep at all. I don't die uh, every morning. Ah, rah, 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 to, that is not, that's somebody building on sand. And those people will tell you that, ah, no, in this life, you have to work hard. You have to look at me. I work really hard from the age of this. I've been working like this. I've been working, working, working. I have that 10 companies. I don't sleep. I make sure that this is done. The, and they're doing it by their blood by their own strength they are building is successful, it's good but it used more strength to build on sand but Jesus said another one he built on the rock he built on the rock by the help of God he built on the rock but guess what, he said the sun came the wind came and the rain came on the house, so the same scenario happened to both of them. So the fact that hey, um I'm connected to God and I'm trusting God for the things that that that, that i uh, that I that I want to access, and God is giving me grace, and I'm getting them gradually, little by little, and I look it looks as if I'm not making progress. Maybe I'm just getting a little here, a little there. It looks like I'm not making progress, and God is saying that look. Building on the rock, keep building on the rock, keep building on the rock, keep building on the rock. So the sun, the the wind came, the rain came, beat on both houses. But great was the fall of the one that was built on sand. But both of them built, both of them built. Because if you work hard, you'll be successful. It's there's no, no 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 no. If you work hard, you'll be successful. If you are diligent, you'll be successful. If you if you are skilled, you'll be successful. But how are you building the success? How are you going about building the success? Where are you putting the brick? Is it on the rock or is it on the sand? Because one day, the rain will come. The storm will come and how you've built will now matter maybe it's a skyscraper maybe it's a three story building but how you've built at that time will now matter tell someone activate your faith activate your faith so in this season this today here right now that word that is coming to you what are you focusing on You've been focusing on the wrong thing. Surrounding yourself with the wrong thing. And limiting yourself by the things that you can see. The obvious limitations. And forgetting that there are things that you cannot see. Which God has marked out for you to access. So tonight I hear God saying to someone. Do not let your faith rest on what on that which is saying. Let it rest on that which comes from the Spirit. And you can only access it through the eyes of faith. Though the limitations are there, the impossibilities are there, but you are not focusing on them. You are like Paul saying that, Oh, I have not come to be limited by all these things but I come to you knowing only Jesus and when I focus on him focus on him and keep my gaze on him I'll begin to access the things that eyes cannot see the things that ears have not heard which he has kept for me he has kept them he has kept them glory to God stand to your feet that's God's word for someone here today So ask yourself the question what is it in my heart that is limiting me today in the season of life that I am right now what is it that is limiting me what am I focusing on lift your hands everybody I just sense the presence of God in an unusual way right now the preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International for information about Kingsword Ministries visit us kingsword.org for information and additional resources. Thank you for listening to this message. And remember, where the word of a king is, there's power.